0: Get your VCRs ready. It's the McGeepp and Fries movie podcast. That's right. I'm Gavin. And I'm Ian. Nice to meet you. <laughs> so, we're going to try and do more than one podcast a year. So, we've already hit that target. On um, mm-hmm. today's show, we're going to talk about Johnny Mnemonic in Black and White.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, this came out like a little while ago. I think like a couple of years 20, 20, 2021, it came out. Uh, so, we're a little bit. No, no. Deep. Sorry. It's set in
0: 2021. No, but it came. Like, uh, uh, but I think he also,
1: I think the director also uh, did this version in 2021 was it not earlier because it's 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 heavily discounted on uh, Amazon. Okay, well I mean
0: or or he screened it. Yes. He screened it in 2021. There has been recent there has been recent screenings this
1: year as well. But yes. the thing is the reason why we're going back to this old movie is because a it's Keanu Reeves, and b it's in black and white. It's in black and white. And I've always kind of had a soft spot for this film. I always kind of felt that this film was uh, unfairly maligned. Yeah. <laughs> when I found out that there was a black and white version, I thought like that's fucking genius. Yeah. Like that's genius. I I mean I I could already sort of see it in my head like how that would make a huge difference mm. and uh, so yeah I mean ever since I found out that was a black and white version I made a big hoo-ha about it um, and uh, pretty much ordered you to buy it for me well you requested and I told you I'm not your dad yeah buy but, your own shit yeah but you still got it for me thank you very much
0: <laughs> did I mention it was super cheap yes <laughs> like I was looking at it's like that sounds like a cool thing to have. When I clicked on it, it was like, it's only available on like a certain version on Apple for streaming. Mm-hmm. And then it was available on Amazon. It was like $13 or $10 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like including no, shipping, like everything. No, like, no, no, no. You, you made it very, very clear to me. It's incredibly cheap. That it was very cheap. <laughs> because if it's not clear already, I'm incredibly cheap. <laughs> it's very clear. Very clear. <laughs> um,
1: so before we get to that, we'll just do a little bit of what we've been up to. So how's your movie coming? Uh movie's coming along good, so uh, it's it's pretty much done. It's ready to go, so uh, I'm going to be heading over to uh, the um, uh, editor's place in a few days just to uh, check out the end credits, make sure that everything in the end credits is sorted. Cool. And then we'll be sending it to uh, LPF, and then we'll be screening it for distributors. Nice. Yeah, so and it's, it's
0: good to go. And you were busy. I did yeah, need to plug. You were busy. We didn't do a podcast because you were in Singapore doing a TV show. I
1: was right? in Singapore shooting something called... Last Madame Sisters of the Night mm. uh, Oka Pictures did this uh, TV show called Last Madame that did very well and it came out on Netflix and everything and so this is a prequel to that series nice uh, so I was in Singapore for uh, I mean it, the shoot was kind of like from, fe- from February until the end of April mm. uh, and you know I did come back to KL every now and then but the thing is is that I would come back to KL and I would have to continue working on the film yeah uh, so there really wasn't much time to do anything at all and then next thing I know I'm back in Singapore yeah so I got back. Uh, I wrapped my part in late April. Since getting back, just been like putting the finishing touches on, making sure everything's uh, good with the film, getting ready for a few pitches for new projects, mm. and um, also have started work on a new documentary project. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I've just been working and watching TV, as you do. <laughs> and you know, like, look, like it sounds like it sounds like there's been like a few things going on. I have also been watching a lot of TV. Oh really? <laughs> been going back and like watching the chef show again. Oh. Uh- John Favreau.
0: Oh, Chef. Oh, okay, that's yeah, yeah, Chef. Yeah. Not the
1: other Chef show, but The Bear. Uh, no, no, no. But, but I saw the, uh, the, the teaser. I saw From the, I saw the it's teaser. Like, for oh, great. Two. It's like, More stress. Yeah, I can't wait. I <laughs> can't like, wait.
0: Remember when we showed you all the ways to be stressed about your business and kitchen? Mm-hmm. Well, now we've got a whole new way for you to get stressed. <laughs> You're going to try and change shit up.
1: And I am looking to bring some of that stress into my daily life because I am next year hoping to open a pop up. Hey, pop up what? Pop up restaurant. Really? Yeah. And can you say any more or should you say any more? I probably shouldn't say anymore. It's in the it's in the very, very early stages, uh me and my friend Honey are putting it together. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Will the it's, it's also kinda of connected to the documentary project that I'm working on. Like it's as, as things move 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 further along and there's more information you'll hear more hear, hear more about it yeah and I might actually get this podcast edited by the time it's ready there you go
0: <laughs> did I tell you how much I hate editing this podcast <laughs> everyone who follows you on Twitter knows, <laughs> how, <laughs> knows how much you hate editing this podcast so fucking long <laughs> what have you been up to
1: man ah uh, you know I've been working
0: away going back to the cinema it seems like that's not a major hassle anymore mm. Um, we didn't go to see fast 10 this weekend but I was looking at tickets and there were like no problem to get remember when the Weekends were full. Yeah, that was not. The Guardians of the Galaxy was like the day before we got tickets, and it was cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a nice. It, it wraps it up nicely. That's mm-hmm. all I'll say. But that we'll talk about that at some point later. Catches up on TV as well. Like I did watch The Last of Us, which was one of the best, one of the shows I got first into again. Like watching it as it came out, mm-hmm, uh, yeah. which was good. But the one thing I wanted to talk about was what's going on in Hollywood at the moment and the fuckery over Willow. So. I was watching Willow, the yeah. TV, new TV show.
1: Yeah.
0: I never saw it. It was a good. Yeah. You saw, you saw the original anyway, right? Yeah, I, mean, I, yeah. Saw, I saw the original. Film. So, like, yeah. Joanne came up, Kilmer, or whatever her name is now is in it. Yeah. Madmartigan um, Mardigan isn't, obviously. Yeah. But it's like their kids and, like, yeah. one of the, yeah. Someone does call that. That's very racist. I'll say that.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it is like something happens. There's a quest. Willow gets involved. He is still not quite a mighty sorcerer, even though he tells everyone he's a mighty sorcerer. And they go on adventures and stuff happens, and they're a very nice like. There's a mad, there's an Indian guy who plays like Mad like like Madmartigan Squire, mm. and there's there's a lot of banter, right? A lot of good banter, mm-hmm. and there's a, was it a Tony Re, Revolori is in it? You know mm-hmm. Flash Thompson from mm-hmm. the Spider movies, and he's pretty great, it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, it's uh, being pulled off Disney Plus on the twenty sixth of May. Why is that? Because Disney are following in the footsteps of HBO and uh, Zaslan, I think his name's the CEO there, of like, we don't want to pay residuals for these shows sitting on our streaming services, so we're just going to remove
1: them. Right. Which is this, Which is what the uh, writer's strike is all about. It's part of that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And it's kind of fuckery because, okay, there's a lot of weird things about the show.
1: So there's a, there's an
0: actress, um, Ruby Cruz, who's very much like young Elizabeth Winstead. Right. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Gives that vibe as well, but with a sword. Yeah. So there's a lot of watching that show thinking, you know, you're like the dean from Community. Mm. I hope this doesn't awaken some <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly what I thought when I saw uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as a Twi'lek in that Ashoka show. Oh, yeah? She's in that show. Yeah, she's like, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. green. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, this is a whole new fetish. hmm <laughs> You gotta be a horny motherfucker to fuck a green bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Captain Kirk all over the place, but it has that vibe, and there's a nice banter between them. And they at the end of season one because I got caught up with watching other shows because it was like it was good, but it wasn't appointment viewing. Mm-hmm. And it's on Disney Plus, so there's no rush, right? Yeah. They put in a lot of like modern takes on '80s music, and it's mm-hmm. not played out of loot or anything like that. Like the show literally ends with money for nothing. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you can hear the. You know that the build up, the long yeah, yeah, intro—like yeah, 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 yeah. you start hearing that, and it's like, okay, and the war has just begun, and it's kind of going. It's like he's talking about televisions and microwave ovens.
1: No, but they what they actually play the it's actually, it's actually
0: the, the Dark Straits version. Holy shit! And there's a lot of that going on. So, uh, Star Trek Picard did something similar, where each episode tended to start with like a pop, not a pop song, but like a rocky-ish song or a classic rock song. Mm-hmm. But as Dark Straits plays, they've had this kind of you know the story open and closing with a picture book motif going through it, and the book is closed and it's put on a shelf and that's volume 1 and beside it is volume 2 and 3 and after this it's after the 26th of May that show will disappear forever mm. which is weird there's no physical copies there's
1: no that other sucks. way to watch it yeah, it yeah. sucks balls it right? sucks it's like fucking tight-fisted assholes you right? know it's like just pay the fucking writers mm. pay residuals for for work that's done you know and what you've mean? seen the you've
0: seen the like the financial the comparisons right yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. if you paid them what they're asking for it would be like a tenth of a percent of one of the CEOs yeah. bonus package right? yeah so that it, fucking sucks, but I think what we have to do is basically, all right. I've watched this. There isn't an Andor is not till next year. Mm-hmm. So I and they shut
1: down production on that as well, right? Right, because I heard. Uh, I mean, I think I think this was on Twitter or something that like uh, that he that he shut down the production.
0: Okay, that must have been, that might have been a newer thing because it was at some point they were saying they hadn't right, okay. and that he was there, but he wouldn't be changing any of the scripts. So, yeah, it's a, it's a total... Uh, he's a fantastic screenwriter. Yeah, but it, it, it's a total mess. But it's, it's a, he's a fantastic screenwriter. He's going to Rain in his urge to, uh, this line needs tweaking. Mm-hmm. You can't even do that, right? You're not, yeah. not supposed to do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it sucks and it's going to suck more because, like, why am I paying for the service that I can watch anything whenever I want to if I can't watch whatever I want to? So, from now on, I mean, some people do this and it, it takes effort, but I'm just, I'm cancelling Disney Plus until the next show comes along. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's, apart from, I think Netflix is still enough there and I think a little bit with HBO. Mm. To retain mm. it mm. If they're going to do this Fuckery Yeah They don't get to rely On our money in between Do you know what I mean Yep It's like sorry You're not going to have These things available For me to watch in a month So I'm not You're not going to have My money for that one Like we flip through Netflix all the time And unless there's Some appointment viewing There's very few things To watch on Yeah So I should probably Cancel that as well Yeah do it We're not watching Enough TV at the moment To need it There's never a point Where I go Let's, let's look on Netflix. Like It's always like oh, We want to know We want to watch this show
1: Mm-hmm
0: So yeah, it sucks, and it's going to continue to suck, and then these companies are going to lose money because of this, and then they're going to join or have more mergers, and those things will have more restrictions, and then they'll come up with more ways to save money Mm -hmm. that aren't just get good shows. Yeah. So, it sucks.
1: Or the WGA can just come over and work here, where writers get treated even worse than Mm. over there. Yeah. No fucking residuals, no nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Barely get paid what we're worth. Unionized. Yeah. Unionized, motherfucker. Yeah.
0: All right. One last thing so I don't know if you saw this news did you see that Rick Dalton is dead? Yes I did see that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man I just like I mean there's a level of this Fuck is like, like Rick Dalton
0: oh, I loved him in Wall Street You know
1: <laughs> he had it going
0: on There's like okay there's a few people playing along with it where they're going like it was great in Z cars or this yeah, other yeah. shit and it's like you No
1: know, he was on his way back man he was on his way back he was gonna connect with Roman He was 90 <laughs> So if you don't know who Rick Dalton
0: is, Rick Dalton is Leonardo DiCaprio's <laughs> character. Once, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hollywood. It's Quentin Tarantino and um, Roger Avery. Yeah, do a podcast. I haven't, I haven't listened to it yet or seen it. I haven't listened to it yet either. Yeah, but their Twitter account announced that he had, that Rick Dalton. Had
1: That's the way. <laughs> but I assumed at the end of uh, I mean, okay, for, for those of you who haven't seen the the movie, uh, spoilers. I, I assumed that at the end of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that he was going to fucking die. Because he goes to fucking Roman Polanski's house mm. with, um, what, what was it? Sharon Tate? Yeah. But Sharon- he fucks them up and Sharon Tate's fine. With, Sha- with Sharon Tate? No, 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 no. But, but, After that. Right at the end of the film, that's when the fucking Manson people are, go- are going. Yeah. Like, uh, so in, you know, in history, didn't they fucking kill Sharon Tate? Yeah, yeah, but he kills them. Who kills them? Rick Dalton kills the guys who were
0: said to kill her. Does he? Yeah, like it's it's like the it's like Inglorious fastards where it's like an alternate it's an alternate history. When was that? Did you fall asleep? <laughs> <laughs> where did you watch the movie? I, I saw it in the cinema and I was still at the radio station at that time. And one of the guys was there with us. He was going. What did the guys? Was this like a post credit thing? No, I don't think so. It's at the end of the movie. Like he fucks them up with with some props from his movie. Does he used the flamethrower from his uh, his prop flamethrower from his thing. Something happens. He fucks up Dewey Cox, right? Dewey Cox is... Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. There's like a whole thing with him and um, Brad Pitt Was this, up the was, was,
1: was this after the uh, Was this after the credits?
0: No, but it's like, I think it pulls back from the it, house. It, it, it pulls
1: back from the house where you see the Manson people going into the house and then it ends there. I thought he fucked them up before then. No, no. Brad Pitt fucked them up before then on his own on the farm. Yes, but when they
0: came there, he was like. Also, maybe I'm getting it wrong, but I I, I thought the discussion at the time was Mm -hmm. that it's another
1: weird. It's a weird thing to do. I'm genuinely fucking confused now. I need need to go back and rewatch the rewatch the ending again. Yeah, like where did you watch it? I watched it at home. Yeah, so I I, I I didn't see it it in the cinema. Did you get distracted by the delicious smell of bacon or something? (laughs) It's been known to happen. You're just, like, drifting off to the kitchen. We're going to fucking watch it now? No, we're not going to watch it now. I'm just,
0: uh... What's it called? One step at a time.
1: No, I could have sworn. I could have sworn that the movie ended. That fucking pullback shot where you see the Manson people going going into uh, Roman Polanski's house. Yeah. Just as uh, Rick Dalton's in there with Sharon Tate and they're her friends. And, like, shit's going to get fucked up.
0: Oh, hang on, wait. Uh, breaking into Dalton's house, they confront Booth and Capucci. Tex Ames is of at the Booth. Now tripping on the L.C. Booth traps with the intruders. Remembering them from Spam Ranch. Booth signals Bradley to attack. Text uh, Dalton floating in the pool, listening to his music on headphones, oblivious to the chaos aside his alarms. Alarmed. He retrieves a flamethrower retained from the fourteen fifths of McCluskey and incinerates Sadie, one of the Manson family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Booth later regains consciousness and taking away an ambulance after killing the rest of them. Severing and Tate invite Dalton over for a drink. And he accepts. Yes. A post credit scene shows Rick Dalton in the role of Jay Cahill doing commercials for Red Apple Cigarettes, a, a fictional great brand. So, like, yeah, he they kill the people or they fuck up the people who are there to kill Sharon So, like... I remember it completely differently. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess uh, Rick Dalton... I guess like he fell asleep that. or something like that. He's, oh, he's only survived, but also the thing is... It's implied that the
1: cops are oh, so, and, there, and there was a post-credit sequence. I didn't know there was a post-credit sequence. I didn't realize that, that fucking Tarantino would do a post-credit sequence. But also, Tate lives. Yes. That was the controversy kind of thing
0: at the time. It's like, right, right. They go to the wrong house, or Dalton comes out and gets their attention before they go into her Right. Fuck, I remember it completely. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. Yeah. What a guy. Oh, that's, that's, that's nice to know.
1: <laughs> that's nice to know. He lived a full life. I felt kind of bad.
0: I felt but bad. But what happened to. But, so is, is Booth still alive? Is Booth, Booth, still, yeah, Booth, still, Booth still alive? Yeah, Booth's still alive. Booth's fine. No, I mean, now. Is he 90 something as well? Oh, Booth's dead.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen any death notices for him. Yeah. Booth he's, is. He's just. Booth is. Around. He's fucking dead. Don't let the Mexican see you crying. <laughs> He's somewhere in, you know, Hollywood telling people about that time he fought Bruce Lee. The, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, ah, Did yeah, Did you see the uh, the Tarantino interview with Joe Rogan where he talks about the Bruce Lee thing? No. You know, like, because uh, Joe Rogan was like, you know, you know, like people were kind of pissed off. And like Tarantino's like, look, I understand why his daughter is angry. I mean, like, that's her, that's, that's her fucking father. Yeah. You know, but anyone else, I'm like, go suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Fair enough. Yeah. I must Did you read the the novelization? No, oh, what was on? Yeah, because like there's a whole bunch of like uh, uh, additional shit in there. I haven't read it yet either, but okay, that's um, uh, Tarant- Tarantino's first book. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember hearing about the time. No, yeah, I no, know. I want to get that, and I read I read his second book, uh, Cinema Speculation. Mm. It's really good. Mm.
0: It's really, really fucking good. I think I put that on my Kindle wish list. Where, uh, when it's down to three ninety nine on a sale.
1: Right? Yeah, it's so much fun. Like mm. it's 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 such a fun book. I mean, it's it's specifically about seventy cinema. Mm. Uh, but I mean, you know, it's it's Tarantino. He it's his voice. He's got one of the most distinctive voices ever. Mm. And it's such a fun read. I highly recommend that book. Mm. Cool book reviews as well. We do now. Mm. Mm. So yeah, we get on to turning the Monarch. Yeah. The year is twenty twenty one. It is no longer safe to transmit information. Phones, computers and satellites
0: are all vulnerable. But there is a solution. Your storage
1: capacity? I can carry nearly 80 gigs of data in my head. Input the data into the brain of a human courier like Johnny Mnemonic. Hit me.
0: So yeah, we, I heard. I mean, so this 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 just cropped up on like all sorts of different circles. I heard about it because like some podcasts were talking
1: about it, and then it was screenings in New York mm. this past. Mm. I would turn. I would I would have loved to have seen this on the big screen. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and so for those of you who don't know, Johnny Demonic is a nineteen ninety-five movie starring Nicholas uh, Nicolas Cage, directed by Robert Longo. Starring Nicolas Cage? So, what did I say, Nicolas you Cage? <laughs> Sorry, so I had another news item which says that Nicolas Cage is going to be in a video game called Dead by Daylight. There's a trailer of him saying, mm. I'm in the game. I decided to kill that news, but apparently it's in the back of my I mean, neural I...
1: implant and just waiting. I've got neural seepage. I mean, I, I I do believe that uh, that Keanu Reeves, who plays Johnny, Johnny in Johnny Mnemonic, he and Nicolas Cage must do a film together at yes. some point. Yeah. They must make a fucking movie together. <laughs> this must happen. Yes,
0: absolutely. Yeah. But anyway, continue. So yeah, so the movie is a cyberpunk classic. And you can say it's cyberpunk because it's literally written by, written by William Gibson, who is one of the authors of the actual original cyberpunk movement. Yeah. And it concerns Johnny, who is a...
1: Mnemonic courier.
0: Yeah, although a lot of people call the movie Johnny Moronic when it came out. Yeah, yeah. He's a mnemonic courier, which means he's an implant in his brain, so he's basically a thumb drive in a suit. Yeah. And uh, he goes on a job, and it all goes bad, and he pushes himself too hard, and you get to see the underworld of Newark and what, you know, life in the future nightmare dystopia of 2021
1: is like. I mean, he's basically... Carrying a shitload of data in his head, and he can only fit like uh, like like 160 gigs in his brain. Yeah, he's, a really, he's, a,
0: he's got 320. He's a really fat thumb drive. Yeah,
1: and uh, and he's and he's and he's he's overloaded, and he's got synaptic seepage. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Um, neural seepage. Neural right? neural seepage. And Either he's, he, he's got to get the information. He's got to he's got to download the information now. He's gotta, everyone wants everyone wants his head. Yeah. Like everyone's trying to cut off his head, literally, because they just need the head. They don't need the rest. The yeah, 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 yeah. And he's just trying to get get this information out. Uh, he's got twenty four hours. He, uh, otherwise, otherwise, basically, his head's going to explode. Yeah, yeah. And because you uh, got to have a ticking clock. That's a, that's yeah. a great thing. For and like the history of this film, it's had it had a troubled production. Mm. Um, it was really supposed to be just kind of like this weird sci fi art movie. Yeah. And then Keanu Reeves blew up in speed, and uh, TriStar Pictures. There's uh, One of the special features in in this Blu-ray is that there's a conversation with the director, Robert Longo, William Gibson, and uh, Keanu Reeves, and you find out that after Speed came out and after Keanu Reeves became this huge... I mean, Keanu Reeves was already a huge star anyway, but he really kind of blew up after Speed. No pun intended. Yeah, you know, um, I mean, because <laughs> after, because, because even before Speed, he already had Bill and Ted. He already yeah. had Point Break. He was doing well. He was doing well. Speed you know, like was they, they were they were mid range hits. Yeah. Speed was like multiple weeks of the U.S. Yeah. box office yeah. yeah, yeah. And Speed is to this day one of the best action films ever. Like, yeah. it, it, like it still holds up to this day. Of course, I shot. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? And so after Speed came out. And Keanu Reeves, be like to his, he, he his, uh, his star just kind of rocketed. Uh, TriStar didn't have a a big film for the summer. Yeah, they were supposed to. Uh, this was supposed
0: to be like April or before, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: it was supposed to be like a March release or something like that. And then TriStar's uh, big summer release was supposed to be Mary Riley, which was John Malkovich and Julia Roberts. Yeah. And that terrible, terrible, movie. terrible fucking movie. Is, if you don't know, I get
0: this is the kind of this is the beat the potatoes for us because it's like. Mary Riley is basically Jekyll and Hyde told by the, the maid. Yes. And it's, it, it is god-awful. It is terrible. But it was supposed
1: to be this, this big, big movie. Yeah. And they kept having reshoots because they, they knew the movie was shit. And they kept like uh, pushing it, pushing it, and delaying it, and delaying it. So Tristar didn't have a summer release. Yeah. And after Speed came out, they were like, Johnny and is our summer release. And so what was supposed to be this weird... Art Su- uh, A uh, sci-fi art movie suddenly was uh, repositioned as a summer temple.
0: And it's interesting to use the word repositioned. One of the things the director talks about is like on-set interference and stuff. Yeah, He yeah, wanted yeah. a Dutch angle of Joni walking down a, a, a laneway. Yeah. And in black and white, it looks stunning. But he yeah. had to explain, he had to do that when the DP was at lunch. Yeah, because, because the he,
1: DP wouldn't fucking do it. He wouldn't do it, but also there was just interference in everything. Well, also, I mean, the, the, the DP that, that they got... Wasn't the DP that he wanted? They were. It was supposed to be Michael Chapman. Hmm. Like Michael Chapman is one of the most uh, fucking celebrated DPs ever, and um, and uh, he couldn't do it because they shot in Canada and they needed to use like a, a local. Yeah, yeah. For tax reasons. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it. It's all Toronto. And I think it was a little bit of Vancouver. Mon- Montreal well. Montreal. Yeah. 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 So I mean, there there the, the were compromises from day one. Yeah. And look, and, I then mean, the, and then the weight of expectations, and then it became known as a
0: bomb. Yeah. Because. You know, only people who are starved for sci fi. Because this is again, this is 1995. This is, the Matrix is 99, right? Yeah. And this is still in the period that I usually refer to as the drought, which was that anything science fiction you got in the cinema was like a bonus. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you didn't get, like, Star Wars was a long time ago, and there wasn't going to be any more for a long time. And that, 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 in 95, we didn't know the Phantom Menace was coming. I mean, yeah. that wouldn't have helped if you'd known how it would yeah. play out. Yeah. But this is a cyberpunk thing, and rewatching it now, there's so many throwaway cyberpunk things. When you see a bad science fiction movie, like uh, the remake of Total Recall, yes, uh, or that's some, it's a, a horrible, fucking horrible fucking movie. movie. Yeah, there's a lot of other movies like that where they have like one thing. They have one thing that changes the world. That's it. Mm-hmm. Whereas there's an awful
1: lot of cool sci-fi in this. There's multiple yeah. things. Yeah, and that's yeah. when you know you've got someone who's on their shit. Yeah, like there's a lot of really cool ideas and. And, and it says something because like the, the William Gibson also did the screenplay for this mm. you know and it's based on there's the, no like uh, with
0: contributions or, or other yeah. screenwriter. it's literally yeah. him yeah
1: but I think that was something that did kind of help the sci-fi genre help it in the sense that we, we suddenly got a lot more sci-fi was actually the birth of the internet yeah you know because uh, a lot of the films that sort of came out of that this is this is one of those films I mean even though it's based on a story that happened before the internet yeah. you know if you look at like it, the, I mean it, it predicted an, an internet yeah it predicted an internet exactly and uh, but this was also kind of like the, the birth of that yeah it was uh, sort of the birth of that and and uh, that that in, in terms of the sci-fi genre in terms of more sci-fi movies getting made like the internet actually cr- like created this whole other surge of it you know like aside from giant mnemonic like virtuosity was also like after the after the internet yeah. hackers um, hackers, that that kind of like helped move it along. I mean, I also, was also the, the other thing is that the internet finally
0: nerds had a voice. Mm. You could point at a bulletin board and say, "Here's so many people, thousands of people using this in the Bay Area alone." Yeah, and because again, American film industry is very U.S. centric. Yeah, and when they can say there's this many people who might go for something yeah, it's a lot easier to say that like the Star Wars gang might go for it because back then Star Wars was a thing that came out and then they expected that to be a fad that was over, mm-hmm. and they didn't expect like. Science fiction was still treated as like Forbidden Planet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was yeah, a yeah, very yeah, different yeah. idea. Yeah, That's why I call it the drought. Because it was literally like, I'll go see fucking anything with a spaceship in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you mean. <laughs> like we were talking, what did you say uh, off? What was the one you went to see that was like, it disappointed you in the cinema? Free Jack, Free Jack yeah. yeah. But that was pre-internet. Pre-internet, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I think for me, it was like, I was going to see Stargate and the trailer's look like, fuck, It's is like Star Wars, but Egyptian themed Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go see it and it's like, it's fucking it's like, sand. There's like 10 <laughs> guys fighting in this battle scene at the climax of the movie. What the fuck? It's all close-ups <laughs> and miniatures. I can tell they had like... I can tell the budget.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm 16. I'm still disappointed.
1: No. Disappointing! Disappointed! <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> no, Sorry. but I, I could... Uh, like Freejack... Like I was telling you, Freejack was my first memory as, as a kid. Being in the cinema and being... Upset <laughs> at how disappointed I was in a film. Yeah, you didn't leave though, did you? No, I didn't leave. You've never left a movie either, have you? No. Yeah, I've I've left. I've walked out of, of theater productions. Theater, yeah, yeah. I've never walked out of a of a film. Yeah, I I I, I wasn't walking. Ca- I came close to walking out of Pucci <laughs> 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 did a local flavor. I I came I came pretty close to walking out of that. I've seen that movie twice. Why?
0: Uh, I had the DVD, and then when they released it on Netflix or whatever, or they were no before they released it on Netflix, they had it on some site so they could get a little bit of money extra yeah, yeah. before it became exclusively Netflix. Yeah. I
1: don't know what it is; they had changed some things. So we had to check. It. Yeah, and yeah. the thing is, it's like the thing is, like with Putri Long, it's like it's not even like I hate the movie; it's just
0: boring. Yeah, there's a lot of it's, a lot it's, of, fucking, a lot of it's fucking boring. The and,
1: and then I, I saw this other movie, Um mm. which is. Which is worse than Puccini but but I didn't I didn't fucking like uh, walk out of that one. Yeah, I was
0: I didn't walk out of it, but I was escorted out of Gremlins when the Gremlin burst out of the uh, out of the cupboard in the school, the black guy, yeah, the black teacher. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, was, I lost my shit. I was only in later years. I looked back <laughs> and I did the math. I was like, wait, I was six. Why was I watching Gremlins a PG thirteen at six? <laughs> my aunt fucking rocked. I and mean, then to be fair. I also saw Robocop at twelve, I also went to see Carly Do's Way at thirteen or whatever the fuck. So <laughs> Carly Way* <laughs> is a great film. Does way is a great, great film and I appreciated it and it led to us doing, you know, yep, yep. appreciation of the movies and my aunt rocks of that. Yep, but it's yep. like, yeah, I've never actually physically said like, I'm gonna leave this. Even even after the first five minutes of irreversal. <laughs> I was like,
1: well maybe it'll get better. <laughs> I like I like I I've been on dates where my date wanted to leave. <laughs> oh yeah, that's happened. Like I took a like I took a girl to see Pi. <laughs> this date movie pie. She hated it.
0: Yeah, it's she, not a, I she, watched that on VHS on my own. She, one, and she, I was like I was still like I wouldn't watch this with somebody. She
1: fucking hated <laughs> it. I that only I only exclusively take women to see Darren Aronofsky
0: <laughs> I need to know. Oh, I shit. need to know. Was it, was can it can Trina? No, Trina? No, no say no. for no, what did Trina say after mother? I fucking hate this movie. Was it like was it was a Trina or was it the Vita said like we could have gone shopping? that was that was that was that the, the, the movie she looked over yeah, yeah, yeah. trina a, trina hated mother. Yeah, the, 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 i kind of hated it too but that's up there along with McNasty. you've got a lot to answer for <laughs> after the man who wasn't the man there, who wasn't there. <laughs> but back
1: to, like, back to Johnny. mnemonic i digress
0: yeah but yeah no i mean cyberpunk is a it's a weird genre because so many of the writers who were classed as cyberpunk were before the internet Mm. And there's those ideas, and there's an awful lot of things that are in there that get stripped out, and kind of the the, the, the corners get filed off. Yeah, yeah. Where it's it is about like freelance hackers going against the corporations. Yeah, and like yeah. which predicts you know now we got what six corporations rule everything in the world. Yeah, they yeah. just don't have hired gunmen going around. They don't have to. Yeah, it's easier to just buy things than yeah. actually go have gun uh, uh, private military companies working for you. Yeah, but this posits this world and. This movie's set in 2021. Yeah. And when we're watching it, there's so many things that like, one of the great things about this movie is that it, apart from the opening crawl, which mm-hmm. is A, got a really bad After Effects effect. Yeah, yeah, Or completely unnecessary. Crawl thing. It doesn't talk down to you. Like there's so many movies where they explain the MacGuffin over and over again. Mm-hmm. These mm-hmm. days especially. Yeah. And it's just like, Johnny has it's never really, the, the technology's never really clear whether it's actually in his brain or it's in a chip in his brain. It's yeah. not like a hard drive in his brain. His yeah. brain is the hard drive. Yeah. And when, as a courier, when he gets the data downloaded, they clip three frames off the television. Yeah, which is so smart. And then those are the, that comes that, out That's out the, the, the feature, download code. And that is the encryption code yeah. to download yeah. from his which brain. Which is so smart. And it's not labored over. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not over explained. It's just like, because he's telling a customer. Yeah. This is the download code. Yeah. And <laughs> they totally... There's so many... What was the other one that was like this? or something else later on. Even just... Like, I mean, it's kind of goofy the telephone he has where he's hacking AT&T or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Can yeah, I yeah. use this? Um, <laughs> it's as opposed to just like, just like... There's no mobile, mobile phones, phones
1: in this movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no mobile phones. Exactly. That's a really good point. It's like anyone impersonating Keanu Reeves just makes him sound dumber. I know. but <laughs>
0: And there is a lot of this. What are the... the we got. We. I'm sorry. We enjoyed this movie. We should say yes. That. Yes. And I think again because it was the drought. I mean, around that time it was this. Again, I've, I've mentioned this before. Brain Scan was probably around the same time. Oh,
1: that classic, <laughs> that Edward Furlong classic. I love Brain Scan. I we love got, Brain we Scan. Got, we got to do show on Brain I, Scan. I love Brain Scan. I love <laughs> Lawnmower Man. Lawnmower Man. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, I mean, like, Lawnmower Man is just as good a movie yeah. as Brain Scan. That's true. And I mean that. In every sense of the word, but because there's no, but ne- there's no clowns. Because neither, no clowns because neither, neither of those movies it's is good. It's good. <laughs> but brain Scan has a great kill. has a kicker ending. It's so good. Yeah, it's, it does have a kicker yeah. ending. Yeah. Um, brain Scan. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. I haven't heard that spoken out loud in decades. There isn't a month that goes by I don't think about Brain Scan. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way my brain works. Again.
0: I mean, we should just rechristen this the VHS shop because there are like so many. You know, you
1: know what? You know what? We should stop wasting our time
0: with new movies. <laughs> with new movies, yeah, yeah.
1: Just, just, just like this is just do old shit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So coming brain coming scan. Next time, brain, scan. brain scan in black and white. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do uh, it. Or just weird uh, brain scan in VR. We just get VR headsets and watch brain scan.
1: We should just do '90s sci-fi.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a niche.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's a very much a niche.
0: But getting back to the movie, the concepts alone are great. There's a dolphin <laughs> who's a hacker. It's a fish. <laughs> no one corrects him.
1: No one corrects
0: him. No one says no, no, it's no, a no.
1: fucking mammal. No, 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 no. Dina Meyer does. Does she say a mammal? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jane Jane corrects him. Says it's uh,
0: it's a mammal. Mm, yeah. So even that is like that's a third act great idea. They're like, oh he hacks submarines and he's got the best sliceware. Because yeah. they don't even go they don't they don't belabor the fact like in the books I think maybe they talk a little bit more about like everyone has their own viruses and software they use. Yeah. As opposed to A pencil-looking virtual avatar Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that they have in this. Yeah. But the plot is the plot. But watching it in black and white, I guess we should get out of the way first. Yeah. Yeah. Watching it in black and white, Keanu Reeves. I mean, the camera has always loved him. Yes. But I said earlier, he has a haircut in this. You can set your watch by. Yeah. And it loves him even more. Yeah. In black and white. white. Yeah. He
1: looks amazing in this film. Yeah. And I'd fuck him. All right, let him
0: fuck me, right? <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> no, I mean, it helps that he's in a, a very cool suit, although it has those long collars that... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's actually Goodfellas has the long collars yeah, as well yeah. in the 70s. And yeah. it's like, so I, I don't know, does Burke wear one in Alien with a big collar as well? Or yeah. he's no collar? He's either like big... No. The future is either... Like in, in Aliens, the collar is up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's either no collar, like a, a no collar shirt with a tie, or massive collar. That's yeah. the way the future will go. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he, the camera loves him and... Uh, We talked about this Dutch angle earlier. When you see that shot in black and white, and I can't remember it in colour anymore because Mm, mm, it literally looks like the third map.
1: Yeah. I mean, you really, what I was saying to you when we were watching it is like, for some reason in black and white, the director's vision just seems so much clearer. Mm. You can really get a sense of what he was going for. And, you know, aside from being like this weird kind of like sci-fi art movie it really is film noir. Yeah. like the There's a femme fatale who's also mostly robot but they don't really go into that. Or maybe they're going to too. Yeah. And the performances are all just slightly heightened. Mm. Like no one is playing it completely naturalistic. Like all of the performances are just slightly too much. Yes. You know,
0: there are so many, it it is actually insane. Like there's, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna remix a entire dance album that is just the exclamations from this show because there are so many. <laughs> there's so and many. they're so good. There's so many. It's Udo Care, right? At one point, goes, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and it's like it's perfect. Yeah, and Udo Care is like,
1: "You could have fucking killed me." Yes. <laughs> and then he fucking kills him. Then he fucking kills him. But
0: Johnny is also like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And, like, like, what the so fuck? Like, and like there's so many variations on that. what the fuck is going on? Yes.
1: what the fuck is going on
0: so many people do it throughout this movie and every fucking time it lands it's so funny because it is like you're not saying that with the audience like it's not like they're saying it with the audience i think robert Longo said in that clip is like they were having a shit time on shoot yeah and all that energy went into that speech we'll get to later yeah yeah. but like the what the fuckness yeah because everyone is like we live in a dystopian future yeah that's fine yeah there's a normal level of bullshit we put up every day yeah this is a whole new level of bullshit that's just wandered into my <laughs> fucking shop what the fuck yeah and that's that's the tenor of so many of the performances yeah 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 but every time Udo Kier obviously is a cinematic treasure yes but Keanu Reeves saying the name
1: Ralphie yeah it's just brilliant it's just it's the like, weirdest fucking it, thing it just makes me smile yeah it's like it's Ralphie
0: Ralphie what are you you gonna fuck me over Ralphie no. It's just the weird names I have for yeah. your black black market yeah. surgeon, Ralphie.
1: Johnny, pull my ass. What's the fucking score here? <laughs> don't,
0: don't worry, Johnny. We will sort it out. <sighs> Smoke cigarette. <sighs> Sexy. Oh, Ralphie, <laughs> you lying sack of shit. <laughs> what can I do, Johnny? It's business. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so. It's so good. As we go got it We've got Henry Rollins gets to go on a mini rant as well, yeah. which was perfectly in keeping
1: with his. Persona. Yep. You got Dolph Lundgren. Yes. Probably one of the best roles of his career.
0: So, I can't remember, did they say in the, the video or was it in one of the oral histories I read, because this came out was an oral history as well, where he had way more to do, they had other scenes that weren't put in the movie. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't hear about that. I think right. there was a lot more, uh, not exposition, movie more speechifying. Right, right, right. When <laughs> he gets his by, by the Behold,
1: sinners! <laughs> yeah, like, he just pops out like, like, and, and like, go, go. they just like hit him. And then he
0: rolls over and goes, Jesus Christ! Oh Jesus! Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and it's the most
1: real reaction. Real but also, line.
0: his whole shtick is he's a hitman who owns, a, seems to own a church, and will yeah. kill you, but in Christ-themed way. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And he's like he, like the fucking Chick Fil A of assassination. When, when he sees when he sees Jones the dolphin, he's like, "What spawn of Satan!" Satan. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant.
0: He gets a he gets a lot of there's, there's some other like the Jesus Christ line, but there's also a lot of like. Yeah, he gets to just walk into a scene like the virus or something. You know, he's like, yeah.
1: "What the fuck? The virus is my. The cure is mine." Yes. <laughs> and this has got the most eclectic cast. Yes, like fucking Takashi Kitano as the uh, the yakuza boss. Yeah, like what you said when we were watching it—that he needs to do another film with with, with Keanu. Keanu. Like they need to do like a Morgan Freeman, Brad Pitt, and Seven type of thing. Like that'd be—you know—you know—they like, should, they just, do, to, they they should just remake Black Rain. Oh, okay. With Black Rain. I was going the other one, which was Kohari. Is that Red oh Sun? Rising Sun? Rising Sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should do. Yeah, they should do the, like a remake of Rising Sun or fucking, uh, fucking Black Rain. No, it should be Black Rain because
0: because mm. it's got motorbikes with swords in it.
1: It's got motorbikes with swords in it and <laughs> fucking like uh, Takashi Kitano's like English isn't great. No. So Keanu needs to go to Japan. Yes. Oh yeah. Totally. That, no, that, that's got to be. It. Yeah. But Rising Sun is in the U.S. And also the way that Keanu
0: does his work. By the time he gets to Japan, he
1: He, will speak Japanese, Japanese. and (laughs) and Keanu
0: Reeves speaking Japanese is going to be the best thing you've ever heard (laughs) in your entire life, (laughs) right? When he goes, (laughs) nandaiyo,
1: nani nani, it's gonna be the (laughs) best, konnichiwa, konnichiwa bitches. Writes itself.
0: <laughs> so yeah, you got Kiteshi Make Katano. this happen. Yeah, uh, Chad
1: Stahelski. Make this happen. Yeah, you've got Ice T, who
0: is like never looked better. Like I mean, if you've ever seen anyone, when you see those steampunk motherfuckers with the like goggles on their head, yeah, he's wearing a ski mask on top of his forehead with like dreadlocks. Yeah. If someone says to me, Ice T, that's yeah. the image and the S- line across his nose. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah. works. Yeah. He's, got, he's even like an anarchist logo on his forehead would be too much for another movie, but for this movie, perfect. Subtle.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I still remember that, that movie. Uh, one of the few movies where Ice-D was the lead called "Surviving the Game,"
0: which is basically another version on Human Target, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, I've seen that one That's again, yeah. that's another VHS classic from our. Yeah, yeah, Hauer,
1: Yeah, like rich white, rich white people, like like hunt
0: homeless people for yeah. for sport. But he's a a a, a seal.
1: Yeah, yeah, is like a, he's a, or a Vietnam vet or and something. Like, Ret, and like takes him back to his place, and he's like uh, t- puts him on the fucking treadmill. And it's like uh, I'll pay you twenty dollars. I'll pay you like tw- I'll pay you like a hundred dollars or twenty bucks or something if you run for twenty minutes on this thing. Well, Cause, cause, and, and then and I just remember like I just remember fucking Ice T's like, man, for twenty dollars I'll run to fucking Alaska. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You've seen the Twitter account which is just him explaining drugs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. calling it donkey porn. <laughs> it's like cocaine wrapped in biscuits or whatever. The kids are dying all over the place. Because that's what he does in whichever of the. It's not called SVU. It's it called. Is it called SVU? No, it's not CSI. It's the other one. Law and order. Law and order. Yeah, special victims yeah. unit. But that's what he always does. It's like, yeah. It's like it's like cocaine wrapped in biscuits.
1: Yeah. Or is it biscuits wrapped in cocaine? What, what is it? Either way, the kids are dying. <laughs> so,
0: I mean, but that's the style of delivery every time, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on the street, they're calling it. Yeah. Um, so, I listened to a podcast. They were talking about, like, uh, in the book, apparently he's a man dog. Right. Like, there's, there's also an element of uh, like uplifted animals or genetically modified animals. Jesus. So I'm not sure whether they didn't do that for makeup reasons or for budget reasons. Or because he just done Tank Girl and he was a kangaroo. He was a kangaroo in yeah. Tank Girl. Yeah. We should do Tank Girl as well. We should do Tank Girl. <laughs> I like Tank Girl. I like Tank Girl. <laughs> Again, Lori Petty. there was nothing like it. No, there was really nothing like it. And there was also, you know, um, fucking Jet Girl. Hmm? Jet Girl with Naomi Watts. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh fuck. Also, oh, at that. That's point, right. At that That's stage, right. At that stage, I just discovered Malcolm McDowell and I was watching everything he was in because time is the fire in which we. No, was it? Malcolm McDowell's a fucking legend. Yeah, but I was only again we're idiots. You don't get to see him in like you know. I still I found if I have if over there. We haven't watched that it yet. If's great. Um, I was an idiot, so like I only mean, heard. I saw him in Star Trek Generations. Like this guy seems cool. I mean. <laughs> I had actually seen him in a Clockwork Orange. They did show... Yeah, yeah. cl- you know Clockwork Orange is banned in Ireland? Oh, is he? Up until the 90s. Oh, wow. So it was screened in college at certain point, so I watched it there. Right. When he turned up and stuff, it was always... He was, he was almost the um, shit David Warner. Right. Where he would just turn up and like get <laughs> yeah, everything yeah, yeah. better for 25 yeah, minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So, yeah. What were you saying? No, but let's get to the rant. The rant. This is probably one of my favorite on-screen rants ever yeah. i mean it's like the dialogue is good but it's it's really keanu reeves's very unique take on the material that really fucking sells it because i don't and and this is also like another reason why i think keanu reeves and Nicolas cage have to do a fucking movie together because the only other actor i can imagine who might do it a bit like this mm. is nicholas cage yeah like I, I, don't, I can't imagine any other actor approaching this material. Like he would bring the same energy of someone
0: at the door, yeah, he's knocking at the door, it's coming out, I can't hold
1: it, yeah, <laughs> you know. But it's great. Ghost Rider for those of you who haven't seen that episode. Yeah, Ghost Rider two, to be specific. Sorry, episode yeah, yeah. two. I mean, like he's got this thing where it's like the line is like, "I want room service." He's hit, he's hit his, le- he's hit his limit. So he's like a, he's a, he's a, he's a high class brain hooker.
0: Yeah, courier he's not used to having to deal with down in the dirt with all the poors yeah. and all the people who are trying to make a better life and trying to say no to the conglomerates yeah. and the one who needs to get to this place heaven which I don't know which I mean I don't know what bridge goes to Newark. It's not what bridge is that I'm not sure because it's not San Francisco I, I, originally, I originally thought the movie was San Francisco no no, so no it's it's essentially there's a bridge in New York that is like cut off at both ends and all the low techs yeah. live there which is yeah. a bit odd and he needs their help and he's just shouting at them and no one's answering no one's and that's a- that's not what you usually get in this kind of movie yeah. where it's like, I have something you need. It's like, no one's paying attention, literally.
1: Yeah. And so he and just and they drop a be- burning car on him. <laughs> <laughs> and, bug. Bur- and he's just like, <laughs> I've, I've had f- enough. Yeah. And it's like, this is actually a really short line. It's like, I've had it with them. I've had it with you. I've had it with all of this. I want room service. I want the club sandwich. I want the cold Mexican beer. I want a ten thousand dollar a night hooker. That's I want.
0: All. I want the. I want my shirts laundered the yeah. way they do in the Imperial Hotel in Tokyo. Tokyo.
1: <laughs> you know, it's not a long line. No. but he he makes such a meal of it. And it's like the Sermon on the Mount. He's fucking on a mound. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. Like you see that sitting over there. That's, where I'm, That's where I'm supposed to be. Not over here with the fucking dogs and the
0: fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and and watching that the 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 extras on the DVD or the Blu-ray, they're having a bad time on shoot, and they just got Keanu to pour all of that. This is this is fucking pod racing slash acting. Yeah. This is like everything he's poured all that frustration into it. Yeah. And it's so good. good. I want that, and as someone who <laughs> judged places by
1: their club sandwiches for a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I was like, I went there. Yeah, I've been there. Good club sound. Good club sound. <laughs> and, you know, but that thing, like, after he's like, you know, like, I want a $10,000 a night hooker. And then when he starts, like, touching himself. No, he, what, he does, what he does is he basically, like, he's, got, he's still wearing the suit yeah. of a high class guy. Yeah, yeah. And he just tucks in the belt a little <laughs> bit <laughs> to make sure he's there. And it's but, just like, but, it's, a, it's a beautiful piece it's of business. A, it's a beautiful piece of business. And he takes the voice down Yeah. Around. And the look on his face is just classic. It's the same thing. It's the same thing as, like, when he makes the decision. Like uh, when he's at heaven, and he's, met, he's met the fish. Mm-hmm. When he makes the decision to do it, he's just like, yeah, you know, like, I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's wordless. So you can't see, but it's just like, fit. like Keanu Reeves, f- his physical performances have always been fucking choice. Yeah. Like he, like, he's just like, he, the, even the whole thing, like with him exploring the internet and everything. And uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, so and, and, we should say and, again. And, and his Tai Chi shit. So is he's like, on a,
0: he's on a virtual reality headset. And if you've seen your cousin fucking play Beat Saber, you know how goofy that looks. Yeah. He came up with the movements, and they put the 3D animation around that. Yeah. Because that's the kind. Or there's a shot, and they talk about there's a shot where when he first gets uh, the the shit blown into his head. Yeah. Robert Longo in the in the interview is talking about like they have an overhead camera shot where he's in the bathroom and he's kind yeah. of freaking out of it. Yeah, yeah, And it looks great, but it's like the physicality of it. Yeah. Because. What he's also he's got that thing that Harrison Ford has, but there's something wrong with his hips or his knees. Right, <laughs> he's got a slightly odd run. Yeah. They, he has that odd run. It's like he's animated on twos.
1: Yeah, <laughs> sometimes it's well, like his knees don't seem to bend the way normal people. Well, do. well, actually, like Mark Kermode um, really pointed this out when he, in his review of uh, John Wick Chapter Four, mm. he said something that actually makes complete sense. He's like, from the waist up, Keanu Reeves is this unstoppable fucking like machine. Yeah, but from the waist down, he's an arthritic pensioner. There's something vulnerable about him. Mm. from the waist down so like the way that he walks the way that he runs yeah you kind of see like so it's, even it's, as neo there's like a stepping yeah it's like it's stepping awkwardly yeah and there, there's an awkwardness which which creates a vulnerability mm. so which is why like when he's john wick even though oh, he's the oh, the arms and everything is butter yeah it's like, just like dropping yeah. clips, moving yeah. clips taking clips off other
0: people yeah. whatever whatever mm-hmm. but
1: when he's taking a step it's like yeah but it's like so, like the way that he walks, the way that like uh, the way that his, his leg movements are, like Marcomoto's pointing out that that's the key to his vulnerability. Mm. So even though he's supposed to be this killing machine as John Wick. He constantly feels vulnerable, mm. and it's because of of, of uh, how his body works from the waist down. It's like a mullet. Huh? It's like a mullet. Like a mullet. <laughs> It's all business up
0: front and at the, the back. It's a oh way the business up front, at the back. Mm. So it's like it's like he's like a, a vulnerable. And, and, I th- and
1: I thought that that was a really, really interesting yeah. and, and fascinating observation. That's, that's actually something in this movie where, like, I had to, I thought that
0: Johnny was a as a, as a high tech courier, he was not like exposed to the world of violence, but very early on, he's Kick ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he is a bit of an action hero. Yeah, Maybe yeah. that I don't know if that was a change or not.
1: So, no, no, it, doesn't that's always been... yeah, so it doesn't feel like but it feels totally like he moves and fine. Like he can take care of himself. Yes. He's not necessarily like like an action hero. He's player. not taking on six guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but not but one guy in the bathroom He's gonna fuck yeah, you up. Yeah, but he can take care of himself. Yeah, yeah. I am really, really glad that we got this. And I'm really, really glad that we that we watched it. And I'm I'm very happy to be talking about it. I enjoyed it way more than I thought I was gonna. Well, I was, because, I thinking, because, I, because I haven't seen the movie in a long time same I, I, like, I didn't have any uh, hate for the film hmm. I enjoyed it when it came out but it was again like we said earlier it was just this is what sci-fi was yeah.
0: back then it was like it wasn't like a, a series of disappointing events but it was just like I, you wanted more Star Wars or something like that or you read some cyberpunk books like this would be amazing yeah. and there was nothing until The Matrix yeah. we were like dying men in the desert yeah. and the smallest drop of these computers in this yeah <laughs> there's a you're telling me I, I think I remember reading like sci-fi universe or it wasn't Starlog but some magazine and it was like on set because that's what you did back in the day there was no internet yeah and it was on set photos of a fucking dolphin jacked up with technology yeah and you're like fuck this is gonna so rock." I'm watching Dolph this Lund's in this yeah the fucking Punisher <laughs> <laughs> i it just watching it all
1: yeah but no like you should check it out. Like if if uh, you know if you don't really remember the film very well, and if you're interested in sci-fi, check this movie out in black and white. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Yeah, and uh, the years have been kind to it. It's aged really well. Yeah, I mean you didn't say earlier, but when you're saying about like how it made it showed the attributes
0: of vision, the black and white like hid the tape lines in the back.
1: Yeah. yeah. So like it just the blacks are really black. Yeah, and you really like. So there's so many beautiful shots in this, Mm. like so many beautiful shots that you didn't really notice when it when it was in color. Yeah, Yeah. because it's it's emotional. It's it's visual overload. There's a thing that
0: I did find slightly odd though, which is that one of the one of the many pieces of throwaway technology is never explained. Is one of the accuser has lost his thumb for some shame. Mm-hmm. So he's replaced it with like a laser garrote. Yeah, yeah. So he pulls his thumb out, and there's like a, a piano wire that's on like that. It's a red laser in the live, in the yeah, colored yeah, version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, so something, it's such clever writing that, like, instead of kicking down the door, yeah. he just opens the laser and just throws the loop at oh, the door. At the door. And it goes around the locks and puts yeah. them out. Yeah, yeah. And it's so fucking it's cool. So clever. Yeah. But in this, it just looks like he's got piano wire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it would have been interesting if they'd left that red in yeah it would have been an interesting choice it would have been like fucking the red jacket and Schindler's List yeah, 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 which is probably the, that's probably the last big movie we watched in Black and White yeah probably, uh, yeah. probably. or The Mist or The Mist oh yes, yes. yes I haven't seen that actually reminds me I haven't seen the Black and White Mad Max have you? Fury Road no there's a Fury Road version oh there from? is? yeah yeah they did a Black and White it. version so that'd be really good apparently it's very good <laughs> <laughs> shiny and chrome but yeah, yeah. We have you well, we should say we haven't talked about Dina Mayers, Jane. So Jane was supposed to be Molly Millions. William Gibson has Molly Millions as a character who runs through his cyberpunk books. Mm-hmm. But I think she was attached to a neuromancer movie that never happened, and it never happened. Right. So she's never turned up in other books or movies, so it's a weird kind of dead end for this character. Right. Um we also have to mention Harry Rollins. Oh yes.
1: yes. I we mean did, we did mention Harry Rockwell.
0: But like, I mentioned his rant, but yep. like I love this era. I mean, have you seen what's the one with Charlie Sheen and the original Buffy The Vampire Slayer? Christy Sponson yeah The Getaway I didn't see that you haven't seen that no it's like there's a misunderstanding they're on the run everyone's after them there's a bounty on their head everyone if you catch them it's like a news it's like before TV. right Henry Rollins plays a cop right he plays the copiest cop ever of course of course because he's just like it's him in a fucking suit it's the it's the fireman from fucking the liar video you know what i mean <laughs> also anthony Kiedis and fleer in that movie as like oh, guys shit. who drive a monster truck and are chasing after charlie sheen i have to watch this movie it's another vhs classic <laughs> but it's like this era of like henry rollins angry punk anarchists they cast him in so many movies as just doing yeah. that and having it great he has a whole rant about like what is uh, what's it called? NAS. NAS. Yeah. yeah yep. This causes it. This causes it. Fucking this technology this causes it. it. Information <laughs> fucking overload. Which is just, and the thick and those big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those big thick black frames and the big thick fat <laughs> neck. <laughs> I have I still haven't seen. He never died. Have you watched that? No, it's on Netflix. But no. like that's the one where he's like Methuselah or something like that. He's yeah, yeah. Cursed and that kind of, I want to watch it. Yeah, I never seen that definitely if you can seek it out as we said I think on the US, I think it's on US Apple iTunes a, you can get the black and white version it's on Amazon for like cheap even with shipping it's like they can't get rid of this shit because it's mm-hmm. physical media physical media is dying but seeing how the streamers are fucking you over like we talked about Willow mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to get a Blu-ray collection aren't I mm. <laughs> fuck I, I can see it I, <laughs> I can see it happening I did I went through my DVD collection and it was like oh all these VCDs can go in the trash mm-hmm. but then I was like oh I have the Reservoir Dogs petrol can edition. Fucking awesome. Dude. It's a petrol can. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot I had that. <laughs> I mean, I have my... I have I have the Clerks X edition. Another About movie. When The Abyss comes out on Blu-ray, that's... I probably all get that.
1: Yeah, I mean, there are certain films, you know... You, the, got the, 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 you know the thing,
0: The Abyss and, Blu-ray, and True Lies have never come out on Blu-ray. No,
1: no, no. The, there is a there is There's a, a, True Lies a, Lies a there, there is a True Lies
0: Blu-ray. But there's nothing of The Abyss, and He's I was right like, I... I do have. I did find. I do have a copy of *The Abyss* at home in Ireland on DVD, but not Blu. I fucking love *True Lies*. I fucking love *The Abyss*. *True Lies* is awesome. I'm just thinking of um, fucking Michael Bean playing with the fucking chain.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one, yeah. Of my, one of one of of Michael Bean's best performances. Oh yeah, yeah. It's
0: fucking crazy. Yeah. Coffee, right? Coffee. Yeah. Fucking coffee. This here is a bottomless pit.
1: Three and a half miles straight down. <laughs>
0: love that movie that's the end of the show because yeah we've, we've, we've exhausted what we have to say about it but yeah. definitely go watch it um, did Robert Longo go on to do much else? no no yeah no he's an artist yeah okay. I mean I already did a writing thing about it but if we're doing VHS Classic we've got to do we'll do hardware at some point oh yeah we've got to do hardware which again I did not watch like I remember reading magazines about hardware mm-hmm. and hearing about it and it's an art piece that comes to life that starts killing people squeeze that tube and then I finally watched it and I was like it's great I've wasted so much of my nice life not having this movie yeah, in yeah my it's, life. Great. It's, it's great it's great it's fucking great yeah it's fucking McDreamy,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Not Dylan McDermott, the other one. No, Dylan McDermott. Oh, it is Dylan McDermott. Yeah, yeah. Dylan
1: McDermott. he has got a robot. Uh, yeah, Dylan <laughs> McDermott and fucking, uh, what's his name? John Lynch. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, John Lynch is freaking out of Yeah.
1: So, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, don't email
0: us because I haven't recovered the email address yet. <laughs> you can tweet us at McEffinFries.com
1: or at McEffinFries. We're also on Instagram.
0: Let us know if there's VHS classics you love mm-hmm. that you would like us to review. Yeah. I think,
1: I think we've kind of like uh, discovered
0: our new purpose here. You haven't seen One Tough Bastard have you? No. no. I've, I've talked about it a lot haven't I? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it, I think that's Barry Boswick. Barry Boswick. Have you seen Decoy with Peter Weller? I have seen Decoy. Oh you have seen Decoy? Really? I, I have oh, seen wow. Decoy. Yeah. It's, it's, they spent the whole movie going over here yeah. and then they turn around and come back. <laughs> it's a really bad film. It's terrible. <laughs> but I think at the beginning of Decoy one of the characters lives in like a tropical hut with a satellite dish on the roof and I was like living in miserable wet Ireland I'm like I want to do that
1: I want to do that I want to live in the tropics somewhere and look at at it I don't
0: don't even need a sound living the dream I've got fast internet living the fucking dream I've got a podcast and everything motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) thank you for listening thank you you can see yourself out bye
1: (laughs) gonna get a club sandwich